Oh, dude, four strength, four stam, leather belt. Ah, oh, level 18. It's time to grind through the end of the week. It's the Grinding Gear Podcast, back from podcast vacation. I'm Garrett, joined as always by Kyle. Hello. And today we're joined once again by our good friend. You may know him from the Core Gaming Podcast. Maybe you know him from Frog Wrestling on his Twitch channel or from helping uh, uh, guide Kyle and me through our Final Fantasy XIV journey. He's the MS Curator, John Jagger. Welcome back to the Grinding Gear Podcast. Hello, guys. Happy to be here. Happy to see you all. Uh, you may not know me from FanFest. <laughs> I'm happy to talk to you guys now. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, listen, folks, we got we got a great show planned for today, and FanFest will be among the things that we talk about. Uh, but uh, only two out of the three of us will talk about actually being there, because John, despite... Uh, Having everything planned to go, uh, you weren't able to go, man. We were bummed for you. No, no it was a uh, was a uh, I can't remember if it was a birthday gift uh, or a Father's Day gift or what it was. My wife's like, I'm finally going to do a good one. You're going to Fan Fest. We got it all scheduled. I was like, oh, that's killer. Yeah, it was spent hurting <laughs> in bed, yeah, yeah. laying down. Oh, good, so get, uh, good on you, man. Uh, but. The long and short of it was you got an ear infection and your doctor said straight up, you cannot go on a plane. Uh, he didn't say I couldn't. He said it would be a bad idea. So uh, I did. I woke up two days before my flight uh, with just incredible ear pain, went to the doctor. Uh, he tried to look in my ear to see what it was. He couldn't get the little device in my ear because it had swollen shut so bad. So he said, hold on, I'm going to get the pediatric one, the one for babies. <laughs> and I thought, well, surely my ear would allow that. Nope, that couldn't get in there. And he's like, you got an ear infection. I can't even see what's going on in there. Here's your here's your medication. Uh, go take it. And, you know, if it sticks around, go see an ENT. And I said, well, I'm supposed to be flying in two days. And he said, I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> and so uh, I oh. gave it two days to see how I was going to be doing. And I woke up on the second day. I was still just taking an obscene amount of Advil and Motrin to get through the day. And I said, I don't think I should do this. Good on you. Good on you. That's a, that's a hard decision to make, man. Yeah. We we missed yeah. you. We, we were very I've opened the channel multiple times, not only to like uh, the core guys and my old podcasting group uh, with, uh, with there be dungeons and D&D play. And I was like, oh, guys, you got you got to like you got to look it up. You got to see what fan fest is like. And I'd be like, I delete, delete, delete. I don't want to like I don't, don't want to give any sort of like salt in the wound. And then a couple of times I even opened. I was like, dude, I just want you to know you're missed tonight. You know, we missed you. No, 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 delete, delete, delete. So I'm, I'm glad you're I'm glad you're recovering, but you were missed. <laughs> it was uh, it was rough. Uh, you know, I was very happy for you guys. I was trying to live vicariously through you. So I was opening it up. I was hanging out in the discord, just lurking, just kind of being like, what's going on? having a good time they checking everything out you know i and not to say that i'm the reason you play but i i help 
I helped you guys. I feel like I'm, you know, MS curator for a reason. I like to point at things and go, look, you know, I'm the guy on the riverboat tour and the, the, you know, river ride in Disneyland. I'm just like, look, behold the backside of water. Like that's me. <laughs> and so on your left, I, you will see emotional damage. <laughs> I just wanted to, I wanted to fulfill that role to a degree. So I'm just following along. And uh, the next day, my wife said, you look uh, you look kind of sad. Are you bummed? And I said, yeah, I'm bummed. And I said, it doesn't help. I be honest with you. Last night, I just had a dream. I was hanging out with Kyle and Garrett. No, and she's like, oh, OK, <laughs> so that's where you're at. Oh, oh, it's such a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, but well, hold on. Uh, were we cool in the dream? Where were yeah, we? you were yeah. also okay. Jesse Cox was there who I've never met. So I also was apparently like really in the back of my mind, like I'm going to hang out with Jesse, too, you're which sounds like I would have. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the three of you, I was like, oh, we did get great. to hang out with him. Yeah. Yeah. He stopped by our meetup. Um, he, he, he was, uh, as advertised, uh, a couple sheets to the wind by the time he made it to our party. Oh, he was great. He was great. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, so was I, it's fine. It all worked out. <laughs> it all worked out. I just needed yeah. water. I need water so bad in that town. The water was gross. Like take Anaheim water. It's worse than Anaheim water. <laughs> Uh, Kyle, I live in Florida. You're describing two places I'd rather drink the water. Oh, in Vegas. Oh, it ain't right. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's no New York water, but. Oh, with the bagels. Yeah, with the pizza. Yeah, the pizza and the bagels are so influenced I'm, by the I'm, water. I'm, I, I mean, I also just drink the, the water there. I know. But I, just, yes, I, just think, the, I still think that's a bold-faced lie. There was a bagel shop in Chicago that would claim they would import their water from New York tap because mm. it was so good for mm. the bagels. And that sounds like the biggest waste of money and time I can think of. I mean, yeah. I also hear there's a lot of pizza uh, parlors in Chicago that claim they make pizza, but they are in fact making a bread bowl for soup. It's still, yeah, yeah. You can, yeah. you can argue the defining characteristics of pizza. It is delicious. That's all yeah, the I, same. But- Turns out I might like those bread bowls. Those are all right. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's more like a, the calzone. Like, I don't accidentally go to a pizza shop and suddenly decide I want a giant ravioli. <laughs> yeah, that is weird, right? Like, I'm in the mood for pizza. What's the thing I can eat here that's the farthest from it? Right. Like, Taco Bell makes sense because anytime they come out with something, for the most part, you're like, oh, yeah, you got the ingredients for that. And that makes sense. <laughs> all, all they do is rearrange their ingredients yeah. taco bell is a is a is a fast food restaurant that survives off of remix culture the order of operations <laughs> <laughs> currently getting sued for uh how much operation is in their crunch wrap did you not hear about kyle doesn't exist on the internet oh my despite, God. uh making his living on the internet uh but someone is suing them because they uh, say that the way they advertise their crunch wrap uh, shows it with much more filling than the actual crunch wrap oh um, okay that's like when we were sitting around like high school being like we could sue them for wrongful advertising let's do it guys that's exactly what they're doing I, that's exactly what they're doing honestly i think they're doing the lord's work because yeah have you seen a crunch wrap recently it looks like uh, someone just dropped the ingredients of a taco on the floor and then stepped on it no no i am so i i have refreshed i'm not socially refreshed my social batteries are empty right now and i am looking forward to a weekend of somewhat recovery you know <laughs> Dad's been holding court a lot since he got home. And, you know, when I when I was falling asleep and nodding off on the couch, uh, almost four year old is like, Dad, you can't sleep during the day. 
dad, dad. <laughs> 10 minutes <laughs> later, the rules. he's out on the couch and you know, I'm on two hours of sleep and I'm being like, I'm feeling a little vengeful. Can I, can you know, I wake him up and be like, you can't sleep during the day. But I, I resisted. I resisted. Uh, but like, uh, it's been so fresh, like to oh, remove yeah. myself from the internet. I went camping in the mountains where there was no internet. I had the defining conversation with my son that there is no Wi-Fi in the wild, which you, know, you don't really picture, you know, child of the late eighties, nineties, you know, you don't really think that, a kid has to be informed that Wi-Fi sometimes doesn't exist and we can't even access a picture of Torque Terror if we wanted to. We simply can't. And like formative <laughs> conversations like down to the beach, him asking me like, uh, did I have a dog growing up and like teach him how to bury himself on the beach? It was awesome. It was awesome. And I found myself slowly like just shedding, shedding the weird stresses I absorb of the internet. Like for instance, before I left, I was like, man, you know, I'm really looking forward to Armor Core 6. I'm not looking forward to the gatekeeping. You know, that's really going to bother me. People being like, well, you weren't a real Armored Core fan. You're just some D uh, Dark Souls guy. Ugh. How dare you even play Armored Core? And all of a sudden, that seemed like the most ridiculous thing in the world. Like the absolute, just most useless thought that could possibly enter, enter your brain. I'm sitting there in like oh. in my hotel watching Bluey. And like the world's just kind of shedding, shedding its layers before my eyes. It's almost like... Touching grass uh, is good for you. Yeah, and it's given me good perspective coming back, but also, like, it it's, it just makes so many things seem so insane. Like, I don't know if you all are following this or know anything about it, but Diablo 4 has held, like, four or five emergency apology live streams. And I'm just looking in the devs' faces, and I'm looking, and I'm just, I'm flabbergasted. I have no idea what's going on. It's great. Do you know what's going on, John? Why is this happening? Why are people demanding Diablo apologize so much? I do, but you know, you've you've presented a curious case where I'm like, <laughs> I do know, but now I wish I didn't know. Yeah. Like, you know, you're looking at your neighbor and you're like, I think he's got it figured out better than me. <laughs> like, like, maybe, like I, maybe I should have gone go outside. Ahead. Go have fun. I was, Go do something yeah. fun instead of focusing on the thing that isn't fun. I was traveling. Yeah. All of a sudden, my app said X on it. I didn't even know I installed this thing. What? What is X? Why would I have an X on my apps? <laughs> I get in there like my disconnect has never been larger. It's been great. But I'm also returning kind of confused to the world of video gaming. Yeah, mm. a lot, lot's happened. If you take a week off these days, it feels like you come back to a whole new world. It's uh, shocking. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I definitely felt that way. But I'm more aware of all of it because all I do when I'm, uh, when my flight is delayed by almost four hours is read the internet. So uh, my flight was delayed by four hours, and I was very unhappy about that fact on my return trip. Mm, mm, I, I had, uh, I had Tears of the Kingdom on my travels, and I feel like it's gonna be my game of the year. Like I, like I'm just. I'm so Ugh. oddly, combatively smitten. Why would you say something so controversial? Yet I know, so brave? dude, I know. It's like, it ain't right. But like every time you go a little bit deeper, LOL, because the depths in that game, every time you like, they force you to be like, well, you're not done with the game yet. You're not done with the game yet. There's a new sort of activity presented. No activity. No activity is perfect. Combat, kind of rough. Building stuff, kind of rough. Exploring, kind of rough. Like all the stand, but kind of rough. Everything about it is kind of rough. But the... It's like someone, it's like you're in a daycare and the teacher kicks down the door like every five minutes and just pours new toys on the floor. 
And you just go, oh, yeah, I'm not bored of this yet. Oh, I'm not bored of this yet either. Oh, thank you. And then, <laughs> and then you you forget, like, five minutes later, they cycle back the same in toys, but you've forgotten now how much you love doing that one particular thing on the flying kite thing. And you're like, oh, my God, like, oh, I, I'm okay with this again. Oh, thank you. You found the interesting angle to your statement. So I appreciate it. So my life, uh, my travel life was fabulous because it was nothing but Tears of the Kingdom. And the final boss yeah. is a dirty cheater. And I've got to put in some extra work. I gotta go farm some food and, uh, you know, redo it. I finally got a nice pair of headphones, uh, which means I've heard music that I've listened to my entire life in a way I've never heard it before. Ooh, so that was nice. nice. Yeah, I finally I finally splurged. I'm wanting noise canceling headphones forever. And I was like, damn it. I'm, I know I'm getting on a plane at least one more time this year. I'm buying these damn things. So went for it. Oh, it was nice. Listen to so much Green Day. <laughs> But you, you, you check the internet Again, at the end of it. for the first time. Again, for the first time. I'm suddenly very aware of stereo. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, and sometimes, you know, Kristen, fabulous person, Kristen. Uh, she has a habit of pointing out breathing in songs. And it can really ruin a song. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I no, personally. No. no, and now I'm actually afraid. I know. I, I, I just assumed uh, I couldn't hear this. No, before. I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight Kristen through you on this because you also, Kyle, are wrong about hearing guitar strings and songs, yes. which is a thing you have complained about before. You're wrong. I hate it. When they, when, when like, <laughs> you, you hate the instrument then. That's what the instrument no, sounds like. Pick up your fingers, expert. Like, no, when, you're when used you to Imagine Dragons, which is fingers. overproduced garbage. Yes, of course um, it is. When you, you actually talk want about music it's with okay. soul in it, you leave in the imperfections. One of my favorite <laughs> things, my favorite things about Dookie's recording is you could actually hear Trey Cole accidentally hit his sticks together as he's doing some of the drum fills. And that imperfection is what makes it memorable. No, your mind ain't there, up there uh, zipping a zipper the whole time on his clarinet or oboe. I'm sorry, I don't listen to anything where you blow. That's not true. I love. <laughs> well, stuff. that's my per that's my personal thing. But sadly, <laughs> I was introduced to the idea that uh, there is a lot of <gasps> in in the middle of uh, the Transformers the movie song. Uh, what the 80s oh, the, song the, you got the touch yeah, you got the touch <gasps> and like yeah. throughout the whole song apparently he's going <gasps> before saying anything and it's ruined now for me no so sometimes high quality sound production can be an issue but i'm glad you had a good time Garrett. all right well right it's now not, you haven't that's, ruined that's, that's any not, song for me that i'm means. gonna be upset about <laughs> but no, that's not what quality means <laughs> oh oh god oh god we're heading towards a future of soulless music made by AI with no breathing and Kyle's going to be stoked about it. <laughs> May, I, I, it does have that quality <laughs> when you hear somebody who's like maybe getting into podcasting for the first time and they go, I don't know how you get uh, new shows out so fast. Like, how do you I I'm editing for like five days straight and you're like yep. what are you editing well i'm editing out all the breathing all the spaces all the ums all the likes yep that's it that's exactly it it's just like don't don't do that what are you doing it's no shade no shade intended uh, your product is better for it but yes anytime there's a okay this will come out in about two weeks so uh, thanks for guesting and uh, we're going to be editing this up a little bit oh no oh no no just that, that's what the podcast word means <laughs> Just put it out. Save yeah, it. Put it out. Save it for Live some other drive. product. <laughs> yep. 
And this one will sound slightly different because uh, my recording just uh, died of death because my audio recordings uh, continued to plague us. Oh, so, uh, I, I got we'll, backup for you. I got backup. We'll for you. rip it. Yeah, we'll rip it off the stream or Kyle's backup. So yeah, right. there, there it is. Uh, I have come back and had absolutely no slew of uh, no end to my technical issues. I have no idea what's going on. So uh, if I uh, jump at someone for not liking breathing in music a little harder than usual, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, why welcome back we, welcome to the show john thank you thanks for having me yeah i was gotta, a little worried that we were going to get on the subject of imagine dragons while i was on the show oh no and I, I i'd have to admit that i kind of like a couple all right of oh no all right oh why don't we but just get Bo on if, here to talk about how the D D movie isn't good and we can finish this trifecta of shit takes yes. oh, wait i didn't if hear I this can, if i can play the middleman as i appear on screen <laughs> I like a couple songs. I truly hate Ugh. a bunch of others. So I, I I feel like I fit right where I belong. There's like there's a couple that I'm like, yeah, these are these are good. I'll sing along with these. I'll have a good time. Uh, it's I the best I, rock music ever recorded by a youth group pastor. I think this, I think this is fine. Uh, yeah, that's accurate. And then there's a couple that I hear that just make my eyes go hang out in my kneecaps for a little bit and i just i can't stand <laughs> you you are aware you are pushing me on this hill gear right like i do not care about this hill i will happily plow down this hill but you have continued to build the hill you've planted a beautiful tree on top of it and you've chained no, you, me to you, it you, no no you, you started the hill with your like guitar string takes and you're now you're breathing you're takes. the one who brought That's up my breathing hill. takes i was just and talking so i come up that hill with ammunition and that ammunition is your love of nickelback and imagine dragon no songs. the nickelback <laughs> sea shanty i will not stand for this false oh, advertising you somehow found a way to make it worse you you, you haven't even listened to it you haven't you haven't given it the because i've heard you hear one sea shanty you hear them all they all sound the same i love it i love it. and I, I listened to it the whole way home sea shanties uh, and then uh well on the train in vegas i listened to anime music the whole time because it seemed appropriate that does seem appropriate yeah yeah i only rode the monorail once and i did not get the final fantasy themed monorail and i'm very mad about it i'm very very mad about it so Nonetheless, we got a great show planned for you today. We're going to talk about FanFest. We're going to talk about the Baldur's Gate re uh, release. We're going to give friendship advice. But John's here, which first means I want to talk about wrestling. Because John's a wrestling fan. Yes. Finally. Our time and much like, much like Tears of the Kingdom, uh, but opposite. We're going to talk about something Kyle doesn't care about right now. <laughs> I mean, I've, my experience with wrestlers and wrestling fans has been phenomenal. And they're the biggest Lord junkies you've ever met. They're they are like really positive people. I find more often than not. Uh, I did see a lot of middle fingers last night, though, because I went to my first in-person AEW event. Is I went it, to AEW 200 in Tampa, Florida last root night. Beer? What is uh, what's an AEW? No, that's a N W. AEW is all all elite wrestling, which is the superior wrestling product on television right now. As opposed to the WWE. WWE, yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Why, why John, John may fight me on that. I actually don't know which one you prefer, John. Uh, you know, it changes from time to time. There was a there was a time where I would have immediately agreed wholeheartedly with you and just got, no, he's he's 100% right. And then uh, Vince McMahon got kicked out of his own company for a time. And WWE actually became legitimately, I felt, 
on par, if not better than AEW ah. for a little while. Then Vince forced his way back into his own company and uh, it has. He has left Triple H in charge of WWE, supposedly, but every now and then he rears his ugly head and reminds you how terrible he can make wrestling. And uh, yeah. as a result, yeah. I would say uh, sometimes it's really good. Sometimes it's not. Um, but it's easier for me to watch WWE. I still maintain that I think the biggest hindrance for AEW is how challenging it is to watch their stuff. Um, it doesn't it isn't quite as easy to just be like, oh, I'm on Peacock. I'll watch the new pay-per-view because it's, yeah. it's free. That is fair. They don't have an app, right? They don't have a dedicated yeah. app where you can just go watch whatever the hell you want. Uh, it's basically yeah. the only thing we use our Sling TV subscription for now. And I am an extremely passive wrestling fan. Katie is the wrestling fan in the house. She's been following AEW for over a year now. On Thursday nights, when we do our late stream, she catches up on the Wednesday broadcasts because she records it on Sling. Um, so that's that's what uh, she does with, with her, her night. And... Uh, hasn't gotten super into the Friday broadcast, which uh, I was there for the pre-recording of the Friday broadcast last night. And I can see why they're not great. That was a very boring <laughs> few <laughs> matches I watched last <laughs> night after the main event. Um, but yeah, I, I've only been to one other in-person wrestling event before this, and it was uh, an NXT thing going on okay. in Tampa. Yeah. I went with our uh, mutual friend, Justin Robert Young, who... Um, I don't think this is something I can recommend, but if you ever do get the chance to go to wrestling with Justin Robert Young, I would recommend you take that chance because it's very, it makes it even more entertaining. I can but, see that. I can see his energy at a wrestling event being a bit uh, crazy and entertaining. It's perfect for the setting is how I would describe it. <laughs> I'm still stuck leagues ago. Apologies, uh, apologies while I catch up. Oh, I know what? you love looking at drama in other communities, Kyle. So if you really want a big dose of that, look up uh, WWE ownership drama. Okay, is that so? That's the Vince McMahon. V Vince Vince McMahon. Oh, you say this yep. man? Okay, I I'm aware of yeah, the memes. I I enjoy how he you know slowly reaches climax in the various images they create. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, what, uh, yes. Yes. So he got that, like that's out. about. That's all about anyone. Uh, uh, the the, the controversy is pretty not fun. Um, okay, but okay. It, it much like uh, other things. There's there's varying levels of the controversy. There's a lot of people who who dislike this man simply because they think he's shit at like writing wrestling storylines. But then there was a whole other stuff that came out about his personal life and how he runs his company that makes people think, oh, you're also just a bad person. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So that has caused yeah. a Hot Wheels Monster Jam style split as the a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, part of part of the uh, the not liking of McMahon over the years is not giving uh, wrestlers uh, like everyone like enough chance to shine and or kind of disrespecting them and either leaving to some seriously talented individuals opting to leave WWE altogether or just starting firing people who are 
good at what they do. And so there's a lot of talent out there that uh, couldn't work w- at WWE, which is like really the only primetime game in town. So when AEW fired up, they all went there. Like everyone that was either alienated or fired from WWE essentially is the short way I would describe this. John, would you categorize that yeah, as an accurate? Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty spot on. He's, yeah. uh, I mean, the, the person that got me back into wrestling was in WWE known as Daniel Bryan. Now he wrestles as Bryan Danielson. Uh, he's over at AEW now. And, uh, you know, just there's a lot of talent that has made that shift and a few that have made the shift back. But he's uh, Vince is a problem. They're leaking. <laughs> it's just yeah. a real big problem. They're leaking talent. I, my my father-in-law runs a golf podcast where they do nothing but, you know, drama. And I have no idea what he's talking about, but I can assure you that even golf has the most egregious of dramas that could possibly be going down. Oh, yeah. Any any hobby you're into, anything you like watching and being a part of the community of, it's going to have drama. And wrestling is not immune to it. But, yeah, uh, I had mostly a good time last night. I would say that for the 200th episode of AEW, it was a pretty mid card. Uh I know quite a few wrestlers in AEW. I like quite a few wrestlers in AEW. I saw none of those wrestlers that I like or know last oh, night no. on AEW 200. Um, uh, I like Orange Cassidy. He showed up through one punch, and that was the end of that. That's, that sounds like Orange Cassidy. Yeah, I, I also watched like... him on the floor is lava. Oh, I missed that one. I heard Katie, Katie informed me that it was good. <laughs> he, was that a... he, was, yep, he was on there, and guess what? He was in character. He did not... He did not want to do much of anything the, until he fell into the lava. The children's game, the park game, the, the children's. It's now a game show on television. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did they have lava monsters? No, no lava monsters. No lava they monster. just, okay. uh, the, so here's the premise. It's a, uh, big giant room filled with fake looking lava. That's orange goo. And teams of three have to race across obstacles to pick up passes to get to the other side and not fall in the lava. And in general, it would be a completely garbage, worthless TV show, except the show does do one thing that is incredibly smart. When someone falls in the lava, they film it and treat it like that person just died. That you just oh. see the person fall in the lava, you see their hand go down, and you do not see that person again. And I think in the first season, you just didn't ever see that person again, and I preferred that. Now they do bring them back out at the end to be like, ah, oh, you tried, you didn't quite oh, make it. I mean, that's but, free content. But they, yeah. you just see their friends go, no! And you just see a person disappear in the lava and then they don't talk about that person anymore ever again. (laughs) That is fantastic. So this is one of those like adult Nickelodeon shows that go in and go out like eating bugs or, you know, yeah, basically. Yeah. Sometimes they got. uh... (laughs) Are you describing Fear Factor? Yeah, Fear Factor, right? That ran for a long time. (laughs) Man, I used to watch that with my parents. My parents were super into that show. My high school was crazy about Survivor. Survivor was everywhere. I don't think I ever heard my high school could talk about a game show of any sort ever i don't think game shows became a topic maybe who wants to be a millionaire that was kind of no that was grade school never mind ignore me i was Uh, just in the mgm so i'm i'm aware of many a game show that may or may not actually still exist because you know sometimes the shows run longer in vegas than the actual show did yeah uh so so John, I, I mostly brought this up to horribly segue into your frog wrestling streams. Yeah. 
uh, you stream on your Twitch channel, uh, essentially AI wrestling through the, I believe the latest WWE game release. Yeah, I play, I play in quotes, uh, WWE 2K23, um, where I, I basically, uh, I'll just tell you, I have it up here right now. I have 166 hours in this game and I have not played it at all. Um, wow have not played a second of the game i basically just make my friends and uh then i have them fight and i watch and i commentate over it and uh it's been a lot of fun like it's been not only the most fun thing for me to do streaming wise uh but it seems to get as far as streams go the most engagement the most excitement uh, you guys are in there. The the grinding gear team is yeah. on there actually doing incredibly well. Next awesome. week is our second free purview and you <laughs> might achieve uh, what core could not. Uh, Scott Johnson and the evil core crew uh, tried to have all the titles held. Uh, within the the core team and they fell apart kyle took the dragon beef championship garrett and kyle took the tag titles the tms tag titles and now this week um between the two of you holding uh the frog uh the dragon beef championship for kyle the tms tag titles for both of you Kristen holds the women's frog wrestling champion yes and Garrett, I ran the numbers and you have the best win rate of anybody. So Ooh, you get to challenge Scott for the Ooh. Frog Pants Championship. If you all win your matches next week, Grinding Gear will hold every belt in Frog Wrestling. Wow. We're doing all right. I'm yeah. coming for you, Scott. You so. originally overpowered, overstacked man. But, but, but Scott got like, <laughs> he kicked people off? Like how... How does the drama happen? Is it all program? What? So some of it is improv. Some of it is just it, it, it's just random because of the AI. So one of the first things we did, because Scott, I said, you know, Scott, do you want to be a good guy or bad guy? And he said, I want to be a good guy. And I said, OK. So the first thing we did was try and determine which team to put Scott on, because Scott had a reason to be on just about any team. They were all based on his shows for the most part. Uh, so I was like, oh, pick a team you want to be on. He said, I want to be on core. And I said, well, Scott, core is bad guys. And he goes, okay, well, I'll be on core. Because Bo and I were the only people that said we were okay with being bad guys. So he's like, all right, well, I'll be on core. And I said, okay, but you understand that you're you're partnered with Brian Ibbett, who's a good guy. You know, what's going to happen there? And he's like, I don't know. So I said, okay, well, this might make you a bad guy. I put him on court and Scott has gone on to become the worst. People get so <laughs> mad at Scott. Uh, and he's just he's just the meanest, uh, most uh, heel bad guy in the entire league. And so that was just, you know, he made a decision. We leaned into it. I gave him overpowered stats because I wanted him to kind of be a, a boss character to a degree. Hell yeah. Um, and so he's based on uh, Roman Reigns right now, stat wise. Mm. And so he is, is he just... still a heel in WWE. I haven't been following. Yeah, he's still, he's like still, the king he's still heel? considered the big bad guy of okay. all of them. So... He'll be a heel heels or uh, heel being heel and face. Guy, yeah. yeah, heel in wrestling is the bad guy. Face is the good guy. And you can have like a heel turn where a good guy becomes a bad guy. And you can have a face turn where a bad guy becomes a good guy. Think Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Vegeta was a heel. 
and did a face turn at the end of the Frieza saga. So he was yeah. a bad guy. Yes. Yeah, it's not like a protagonist guy. antagonist necessarily. More, yeah. You've, you, because it, I don't know, think of it as very strict kind of binary roles. Which would like, be Scooby Doo yeah. and which would be Shaggy? They would both be faces. They both faces. Be good. <laughs> okay. Scrappy okay. Doo would be a heel. It's an alignment uh, chart. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't tend to get that nuanced, really. Yeah. Wrestling isn't a place for your nuance. I mean, there are sometimes you got a bad guy that people cheer for, but like. That's in happening. With the, uh, well, honestly, he's doing a face turn at the moment, but that that began to happen with MJF and AEW. Yeah, M- most of my exposure right now is parenting memes, which you know, Garrett's got his car memes. You know, just every everyone not in the know. There is a large community of bewildered post-COVID parents all memeing with each other after you know years of isolation, and. Uh, there's a lot of wrestling memes. Most of them involve somebody like on the floor dying and it says like the mom and then, oh my God, and dad comes home and you know dad's coming down the way and everyone's like shocked and the kids are losing their minds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, uh, anyway, John, really, uh, because we've been traveling for like almost three weeks, uh, I just want to know, have I successfully become the, the Sting slash Darby Allen uh, goth fighter I've always wanted to be? Uh, you're pretty close. Yeah. Okay, I mean, good. like I said, you've been dominating. You, you've got a very high win rate. Kyle, uh, has a lot of, I mean, you guys are a good example. You guys were supposed to be bad guys. I also made grinding gear bad guys. Cause I figured, you know, like frog wrestling, you guys would be like the NWO. You'd be like anti-heroes. It's like you're invading sort of thing. Like, okay. So the two um, people that think I'm the reason the instance ended, you can really play yeah, that drama. Yeah, we're, we're really, we're really appealing to them. Uh, but everybody likes you guys. So I just switched it. And now you guys are good guys. Uh, cause mostly you were going <laughs> up against core who were bad guys anyway. So everybody was gonna okay. like, root for you um so yeah you've got this uh incredibly like gothic uh persona i mean everybody i didn't think i was being subtle but everybody goes i love that you put garrett in uh black parade clothes thank you i was like yes that was intentional and i'm glad that you noticed (laughs) it makes me very happy what's what's the platform what's the game it's the latest uh, WWE video game. Yeah, it's WWE 2K23 is the game. And and you can like upload custom images to this thing. Like you can make little symbols for the belts and Yeah, you get to they let you customize just about anything. You can do custom matches, custom arenas, uh custom belts, um custom wrestlers. They don't let you upload music or video or anything like that, but you can upload custom images. I don't go too far like that. Like I'm not asking my friends for pictures of their face to map their face on or anything like that. I kinda, oh, you can do that? Oh, my goodness. You could, yeah. you could. I'll send you a picture of my face right now. That sounds awesome. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's, really, it's really insanely deep. Uh, this past, uh, actually yesterday, yesterday we had uh, a lot of the frog wrestlers go up against the Heroes of the Waste from our D&D campaign. And Ooh, I like that. I I oh, cannot can tell you in our tunes. Can we bring in like Valentuna? As, as I think wrestlers? Valentuna would be great additions. Honestly, I think they would be. <laughs> I think they'd be spectacular. Oh my um, god, that'd be so good. Make it like a, a alter ego for us too. Like yeah, Kyle, just take Kyle's model, send him out in a sweater. Yeah, yeah, basically <laughs> that. 
I, I think I think it's really good. Originally, that's what I was going to do was uh, I was going to have our D&D people just be alternate costumes, but I introduced them as completely their own wrestlers. So yesterday, Kyle wrestled against Varel and lost terribly. I'm OK with that. Uh, <laughs> you got destroyed in a way I was not prepared for, um, which is is fine. We all lost to our D&D characters except for Scott. <laughs> so. Scott put Nash (laughs) through a table real quick. So that was the end of that. So when is the, when, when is the free purview? Uh, Free purview, free purview. It's really hard to say. It's also real creative business three energy. I realized as people are like, are you really going to call all of your pay-per-views? You're just going to call them free purview number two. I was like, yeah, I think think I'm going to do that. I don't think I'm going to get any more creative on it. Uh, but it's going to be next week. Uh, I do frog wrestling every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific. And uh, all the titles are going to be on the line. Going to be a big yeah. potential night for GG. Could be bad. I mean, you guys could lose all your belts in one night, too. But, mm. uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. The AI decides that. Yeah, I, I've been traveling. Haven't watched it recently, but I was tuning into like every single one of them there for like a month. And you put on a great production. Like jo- seriously, folks, if you're listening, like it, maybe it sounds weird, but John does such a good job of commentating this wrestling. And if you if you like this cast of characters, if you like our uh, us and our podcast friends, it is hilarious. So check it out. Your uh, Twitch is Twitch.tv/craftlessrogue. That's right. Yeah, that's it. So that's the one. Go find it there uh, and uh, find a way to support Kyle and me over at supportourbromance.com. I want to give a shout out to everybody that's supporting us on there. We got a ton of new patrons over the break, uh, which we really appreciate because apparently there's also a Patreon bug that caused a lot of people to like either can- like cancel against their will or cause your cards to not work. Oh my so if also to everyone listening to the sound of my voice, if you could please go and check your pledge, make sure it's working out right. Um, that that's been going on, but we have a lot of you to thank today. And it just warmed our hearts coming back from FanFest and seeing that that many of you had, uh, had signed up. Um, cause Vegas is very expensive and I don't gamble, which means I didn't get free drinks, which means I paid a lot of money for drinks. So <laughs> I think the point of the free drinks is that you wouldn't uh, benefit, uh, recover. Right, right. I played slots for like 45 minutes. I lost $25. No one ever came to offer me a free drink. And then I st- uh, went to dinner. Yeah, I went to dinner. Uh, anyways, thank you for supporting us, folks. Support our bromance.com. will take you straight to our Patreon. You can also support us uh, through the YouTube membership. Both will get you access to all of the same bonus content to support us however and wherever you would like to if you care we get a little bit more from patreon that's gonna do it let's move in to uh, out of order this week because we're back from fan fest we're gonna talk about fan fest let's get into what's your final fantasy all right final fantasy 14 fan fest but what is the actual name we just call it fan fest but you look at the logo and it's like uh, final fantasy festival i think and then they take the F A N from fantasy yeah. and then the fest from festival yeah. and, uh, Oh, they don't even do that. They, all the festival is highlighted on the, Oh, you're right. I got yeah, my, you just ride the fest. So it's a final fantasy right festival, yeah. but they, they, they highlight the fan part to, you know, make it about yeah, it's the fan, fan festival, but we all just call it fan fest. Uh, but it's also specifically for 14, which is really important to know if you've been to BlizzCons because Holy shit, a more unified con I have never been to. Everyone here for this one game. 
seemed like a real advantage to it to, um, to not I, have to have that fighting over like hey guys you gonna go play overwatch and then you get somebody like me that's like you couldn't pay me <laughs> to go do that <laughs> yep yep same same it came up the other day and and we were talking about it on we did a big like stories from FanFest stream back on Tuesday. The VOD is up. It is public right now. Came into public for a little bit because folks were asking for it. We usually uh, unlist our VODs and add them to the live stream playlist. But you can go check that out if you want our like personal stories. Um, the meetup was ridiculous is the TLDR. If you're wondering how our meetup went, um, we overpacked the bar and way too many of you were way too nice to us. So um Thank you for the giant egos. We now know we're awesome and we will be insufferable. <laughs> you, can, you can already tell from this podcast how much we've changed. Everything's yes. different now. <laughs> yes. Yes. We'll never fight about music again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it was nuts. But uh, John, you were you were uh, eye in the sky for it and uh -huh. probably had a much more digestible experience as often happens at the home viewing. How was FanFest from your perspective? I think so. It seemed good. Like it was my first time ever watching one um, because I I think I might have gotten in and like really been into Final Fantasy just post the last one or at least I wasn't current enough to have paid attention to it. Um, the previous one. So this was really my first one where I was actually saying, OK, I'm going to check this out. I want to pay attention to this. And what I loved about it immediately is that it did not feel at all like most conventions I've been to or seen. It just felt like a bunch of happy people. They they did their and I think you guys skipped it, I think is what I heard. But they did their their live letter. And the fact that they were in an arena didn't make it all high tech and high production value. You still had Yoshi P with his little pieces of paper, his little printouts oh, nice. with all his screenshots on it. Now they were able to cut, I think easier to show those, but he still had the paper. So there wasn't like holding it up, uh, Nickelback style to the screen to be like, look at this armor <laughs> you're going to get. Um, but like the charm was still there and I, it really made me happy to see that that, that continued through because that's that's something that I've loved about Final Fantasy ever since I started getting into it was that it's just charming. You they haven't reached a point and hopefully they never will where it's just like, ah, we got the money. Let's make this look professional and, uh, you know, really well put together and thought out like it's still mm. It still feels real and authentic, uh, which is why. And I know you guys talked about this, too, but I, I think that is why the Phil Spencer bit, much as I like him, uh, stood out because like then all of a sudden you've got an E3 presentation going on up there with the delivery not, not even, and all that. Not even a good one because they don't really have much to show because they're just announcing that the game you everyone in the audience is already grossly familiar with is, is just coming to a new, new Xbox like there's nothing else and the the square ceo didn't help like the fact that like bring out the square ceo and all right everybody now exchange compliments exchange those compliments make sure you take <laughs> enough time to exchange those compliments okay now pose as you do a three-way handshake like that weird picture of trump with the glowing orb uh make sure you do that and uh okay cool cool it it, it was it was too long uh and it's the only thing the entire weekend that felt corporate to me 
And just the way they talk and the cadence, like it just it was jarring to remind yourself as they come out and they go. Final Fantasy 14 is finally here. We're so excited to welcome the game into the Xbox. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, there is definitely a way people talk that is not good. That <laughs> It turns out I don't like and didn't realize until I heard it side by side with conversation that yeah. actually made sense. Um, so, <laughs> you know, again, like, great. I'm not trying to, you know, poo poo anybody that's like excited that it's going to be on Xbox. I think it's great that it's going to be on Xbox. I wished it was before, too, but I just it was the <laughs> moment where I was like, oh, man, this is uh, this is this is a thing. Look, look what, at even is, what even is going on with this hand? Kyle, for the yeah. audio audience, Kyle is currently showing clo- zooming in a lot on the handshake. And it's just like there's just a lot of fingers. There, going yeah, on the, there. these fingers yeah. are intertwining. This is this is a, a mess, an absolute yeah. mess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the E3 speak was also like it was left to hang for a long time. If you're an English speaking audience, as you waited for the Japanese translation to to go through, um, which is fine. It's 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 how it goes. Well, it's it's something that you know, like Yoshi P is very familiar with, right? He gets translated, so he says something, and while he's riding along, he's understanding what the translator's saying. That he's kind of nodding, and and he He, might even like re-emote. He knows what to do with his hands. Yes. Yes, he was yeah, re-emoting. He, he his hands while he waits. He would stay the stay the statement in in his emotion, and then hear the translation as he kind of caught the key words. He would sort of re-ride that energy, kind of like when you're watching the sign language translator on the side. They're like getting really into it. Whereas Phil Spencer, while he was being translated, had no idea it was school picture day. It was incredibly awkward. Yep, yep. And really, I think that to me, I just keep coming back to the whole thing was too long. It's great news. Yeah. The game coming to another console makes it infinitely more accessible to more people, which I think is a really good thing. Uh, the the tech specs sound great. Seems like it's going to run really good on modern Xbox hardware. Uh, make it five, ten minutes tops. It was almost thirty minutes, and it was just like, let's go. It's, it just it completely killed the momentum. That was the only. Bad thing that in lines, yeah. which I won't belabor. The lines were horrible <laughs> while we were there. Um, but beyond that, I think it, uh, from what we saw, uh, we saw a decent amount of the opening ceremony because once once the Dawn Trail announcement was out of the way, we started getting messages from people being like, it's fine. They're just talking about new graphics. Tune yep. in, boys. <laughs> so we yep. saw a bunch of that. The new graphics update looks amazing. That'll be hitting Final Fantasy 14 uh, in 7.0. Um, and slowly rolling out to each expansion in not in any particular order, right? I think they said they were like doing, they're going back to the oldest stuff, right? And then working their way forward towards the newer stuff, I think was the more or less the direction it's going. I can't remember. It got a little lost <laughs> in the conversation with what they said. Yeah. clothes and, and what's being updated in what order and. I was in the same boat. I was like, all right, great. It's coming in 7.0. Like, I think maybe that's just what my vibe was through the whole thing is I was like, great stuff's coming. Like, that's basically my big takeaway was like, hey, that sounds awesome. Stuff's coming. This is great. Oh, that's what, right. What a time to be alive. It's being referred to as the sandwich upgrade. So 7.0 is obviously going to launch. All the new stuff is going to have it. And then 2.0 is also going to get it. And then are going to kind of like step in. And so I guess that would be Shadowbringers and... Shadowbringers and Heavensward and then Stormblood last? 
A threat call or in my storm book. Storm blood. Just can't, or, can't or catch storm. a break. And they showed Doma Castle and it looks so good. I can't wait to see Doma Castle with the update, but apparently I'm going to have to wait a while for that. I love that dungeon. A little longer. Just a little longer. With any luck. Got to wait for nice things. Yeah. Uh, other good news, if you're uh, one of the folks that uh, like listening to us talk about this but aren't playing Final Fantasy XIV, uh, the free trial is getting better. It's going to include Stormblood, which is the second expansion this for Final Fantasy XIV. That's like a 500 hours of gameplay, probably. Like it's to, a lot of game yeah. for your no money. I mean, granted, you'll yeah. feel it along the way. There's those little... It's not as like egregious as like... Uh, Swotor eventually ended up being when you log in and you're like, oh my god, the hut bucks and oh no, no, it's always yelling at you and things. Like I, I did free trial for probably a year, and you know you couldn't whisper, you couldn't trade, you could, I don't think you could do like mail or get your retainers. So like, there's little hits along the way you were like, oh okay, not yet. Oh okay, that not yet. that might push you over early, but it's not yelling at you for the whole free trial. No, no, no. It's uh, I played that way for a little while. And then Nen Walker came out and I had to pay to uh, play. <laughs> so, got it. All right. That's what this feels like. I remember now. I am buying a new expansion. Crazy. <laughs> At the time, I just bought through Shadowbringers because that was the bundle they were selling. So, for the longest time, I was getting the Shadowbringers login screen. And then when I made it to Shadowbringers, someone just sent me Endwalker and was like, Garrett, how the hell do you not have this? And then I didn't think it through. I shouldn't have applied it because then the whole way through Shadowbringers, I was just getting the Endwalker screen. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I've made a grave error. That was the weirdest thing about playing through the game the first time is I, I started playing um, either again or at least at a point where I noticed that in Shadowbringers. So that was the expansion that I was seeing. Can't tell you how long I stared at that screen going. What is happening here? What what am I looking at exactly? Like that is one of the more like it's a really good loading screen, and especially once you know the context. But without the context, I was like, what am I looking at? You talking about Shadowbringers? Yeah, the big yeah. split. Like I couldn't figure out what that no, was. No, me was neither. Like, what is this V? There's a weird V that's just constantly in yep. front of me whenever I log in. And then I got two Shadowbringers, and I was like at the expansion and i don't know what this means i started playing it and i was like i still kind of don't know what this means (laughs) you gotta get that first dungeon you gotta do it you gotta get that first dungeon then it all you're like oh that's what it is that's what it is yeah no and we we were you know we just got to endwalker and the whole time i guess we never verbalized this but i went we, like we watch the intro cinematic and I go, I still don't know what the spaceship is about. And Kyle just immediately goes into that's not a spaceship. <laughs> and now we're fighting about what the pizza is on the end Walker login screen. Yeah. Space pizza. Yeah. Space pizza. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so you, so you absorb that. Did you, were you doing like finger on the pulse kind of watching, like watching the Twitter or joining discord along the way, or was it all, in your own I was head. just picking up bits and pieces here and there. Uh, there was a lot of just laying in bed um, and I couldn't hear anything very well. So there no. was a lot of like, what could I read? Um, but I mean, it seemed really good. I'll say, you know, this expansion uh, looks like exactly what I want. Um, I'm glad you guys decided to watch the trailer. 
uh, it, decided have, to, have... and and it was constantly <laughs> replayed the entire weekend yeah. while people cheered whenever a taco showed up. Or two uh-huh. Well, that was um, also my point. I told Kyle before this, I was like, I don't want to see it and I'm not going to watch it. And then it came time for the reveal and I went, well, I'm not going to even be there. So might as well watch something. <laughs> get, get something out of it. It's, so I, it's des- a- I decided to watch it. And then I was so grateful I did because all I did was open up YouTube and every recommended picture was Grahatia eating a taco. And I was like, <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I guess better to have seen it live because it's have gonna muted. happen. I have muted so many Final Fantasy accounts on Twitter and my feed was still nothing but Graha Taco and Orion JP and Colada. The Taco Tax, I believe it was called. Like, it, you know, fan art starts going and then everyone has to do a certain thing and they were calling it the Taco Tax. Everyone had to draw a taco version and uh, in, eventually just like increase. Like there's this whole like foodie lore developing around Graha as he tries other foods, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Just don't I, talk about the salmon incident. I saw I saw no less than three separate videos that were exactly the same thing. And it was Graha in the Shadowbringers uh, or no, the Endwalker trailer. That scene where he looks up and just him going, you care Taco Bell. <laughs> and it was like it was that it was like four different videos, all different pictures. And it was just that. And uh, I was like, my goodness, you guys. I haven't seen that. And I'm now I'm sad. Like yep. my take I need to watch well, maybe maybe I should wait till I'm finished when I'm Walker. I should seek out more Final Fantasy 14 shit on TikTok so that TikTok learns I want to see that stuff. Well, that's the fun part about being caught up, is then you don't have to worry about like, oh, am I gonna see something I shouldn't see? You can just dive mm-hmm. into it and you know, the amount of times I see something and I'm like, oh, I want to share that with Kyle. I can't. It's got something in it that I can't show just yet. We're getting um, there. We're getting there. Uh, we, we we saw that summer 2024 uh, release date in heavy quote. I believe uh, the saw a translation from Yoshi P where he was like, we're, we're trying. We're trying for early summer, but no promises. Anyway, Kyle and I saw that. And we just started rubbing our hands together being like. That's going to work out pretty yep. nicely. We got, we got room for activity. Our current speed. Yeah, we do have room for activity, which is good because we love our activities. No, well, it's true. I mean, yeah. it went, to kind of you know, have that conversation very briefly, like it's so cool basically having like five television shows you're watching about the exact same thing. Like sometimes, sometimes you do a making of and you like watch a making of and sometimes you fart off and watch like. I don't know, the kids version, you know, whatever, like I'm in Transformers land. So like sometimes you watch GoBots and you're just doing crafting and sometimes you go watch Transformers Prime, which is like the lore perfectly laid out. And sometimes you watch uh, Beast Machines, which is like the lore if it took acid and you just like you can vary your activities so extremely in one game. It's one of the great selling points. I'm so excited for you, for your kids to be old enough to watch Jurassic Park because then you can watch uh, Camp Jurassic and it's going to be great. We tried. We tried it a little bit. Like it wasn't scary or anything. It just it, it was more linear at the time. Oh, I know. But you, but if you if you want to be watching like the, all the different things at the same time, uh, you know, there's a certain age floor I think for yes being I, able to handle the Jurassic Park films. And writing that analogy, like there were parts of the con and there's things we saw like I'm just you know like Jurassic World that just turned my brain off and I, I was okay. Like you just don't 
don't think about it too much. Don't ask me to think about it. But also like ah, that scene in the with the, the, the non-dominus, the super raptor running around the haunted house kind of thing. That was neat. OK, take that in isolation. Only remember that part. We're good. And it was it was really, really fun. But I, I do want to ask John like about the release date, because, you know, you're current. What does what does current life feel like with that release date to you? I mean, I don't want to I don't want to speak for everybody. For me, I'm excited about it uh, because I play so many other games. And, you know, we're, we're going to talk about one that might take a little while to get through coming out today. And it's just like, you know, it's fine. It's going to be my chill, relaxed uh, Final Fantasy schedule until next summer. I look forward to it. Um, if Final Fantasy is really all that you play, uh, it's probably a bit daunting to be in summer going, oh, the next expansion is summer. That's that's where we're at now. Um, and looking at a, a year wait. But for me, like. I'm cool with that, like that's that's fine. I have really dug the story they've been telling post Endwalker. Um, I I think that this is uh, the best I I've enjoyed these storylines unanimously across the raids and uh, content that has come post. I think nice. it's been the strongest. We're like, literally, I've looked at the Alliance raid and I've looked at the, the regular raids and what the MSQ is doing and gone. Any one of these could have continued the storyline and uh, carried it. Like, I think they're all very, very good. And so I've just been having fun with what's there um, and seeing how those have been wrapping up and coming to a head. And I, I I'm fine with waiting till next summer. But again, if that's somebody who plays a lot of video games and so I enjoy the freedom to try and play other things, if it's all you play, I can imagine that's, you know, maybe you're not as excited about it as me, but I'm like, oh, sweet. I got time to play Baldur's Gate three. Uh, I've got time for all these other games that are coming out um, and the stuff I've skipped. I'm excited. Do you find yourself brought back by the individual patches? Like, the, I think 6.5 is in October, I've heard. Is, is that oh, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. So that you mark on your calendar? As soon as a story patch comes out, I'm, I am there. Okay. Like, I, I, am, I am still invested heavily in the story. Uh, in fact, it was pretty funny uh, to speak around it because obviously not going to spoil you guys, but I I went in this last time they did a big story patch and they did an update to the uh, raid and they did an update to the MSQ. And I went in, I was like, OK, I'm going to do the MSQ. I'm excited about both storylines. I want to see both, but I, I'm going to do the MSQ first. And while I'm going through the MSQ, I bumped into a character that is also involved in the raid. And he goes, hey, I hope you doing this isn't interfering with the. And then he refers to the raid storyline because that's also a problem. And I I felt so guilty that I got called out for farting around on something different while something crazy was going on over here <laughs> that I dropped the MSQ and I went and did the raid story in its entirety because I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were in a rush. I will go handle the raid story right now. And <laughs> that's uh, cute. went and did that before I wrapped up the MSQ. So that that stuff's fun. Like I, I get excited every time it's there, but I also don't mind the the wait between it. You know, it's it's weird because I'm used to being able to just race through it. 
but it's also kind of nice to just go, well, that's it. I get, I got a break. Oh no. We seem to have lost Garrett and gained, uh, gained your, <laughs> gained a part shelf. of my room, gained a shelf with sound wave. <laughs> nice. Welcome back. Yeah, sound wave has joined. Uh, it's, so do you think like, how long does that take you? If a patch comes out and it has, let's say the usual goods in it, it's got, you know, kind of three varieties of things as most do. Do you power through that and get back to your other games as fast as possible? Or do you kind of like piecemeal it and make it last for yourself? I always tell myself I'm going to make it last. Like, hey, this doesn't happen all that often. Really ride it out. And could, then could I completed I, it in a day could, and a half. Could I make a recommendation? Yeah. What if you started making videos about the MSQ? That, that'd do uh, it. <laughs> let me tell you, if you do that, you'll make it last. Yeah. <laughs> that would definitely do it. Hot damn. I have so much admiration for what you guys do. And I mean, granted, I'm looking at it backwards and, you know, seeing what it's like, you know, for you guys experiencing it now. But like the ability to go, wow, that's a hell of a reveal. Oh, we've we've arrived in Charlian. Cool. See you in a month. <laughs> I couldn't do that. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh, I got to keep going. It's so hard for me to set that on the back burner. I have no patience. Even when I decide I'm going to stream all of a video game. Uh, I did this with 16 where I was like, now I'd love to tell you that we're going to be here every day from blank to blank, getting it done. That's not the way it's going to work. Follow me on social media. I'm going to go live when I feel like playing the game and you can watch me play it whenever that might be. Could be at noon, could be at midnight. I don't know. I got a kid. You just got to follow me. So uh, I think the ability to actually break it up and go, nope, we have dedicated times. This is when we play it. This is when you get to see it. We make it as far as we can. That's impressive. That's really that shows a level of restraint I wish I possessed. Uh, you can thank the exhaustion of, of the work behind the scenes. <laughs> I don't feel like we deserve any praise because uh, by the time we're done with the video, we're so tired. We welcome the, the, the weekend. The last thing I want to do at the at the end of uh, at the end of a, of a week is sit in the office chair. Like I want to go outside. I want to touch grass. Um and also like blame realm reborn because we started doing this in realm reborn and at no point in realm reborn did i feel the game give me any reason to keep going <laughs> damn so yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, keep her the leg <laughs> keep her the leg i was like oh shit oh this got good Granted, me, that's like, how many hours in you can't miss D, &D you know because you got to get everybody together like it doesn't even enter my brain i am super regretful of our stopping point for final fantasy 16 because it's such a cliffhanger that like i'm having trouble caring you know like it's i've been dude it's been too long it was such a good halfway point end i'm i was like oh geez i gotta like really get myself back into it i want to continue i want to beat it but sometimes it lines up in such a way that you're like oh well that that was a good ending for me we'll see what happens uh yeah that that also that also happens and and so yeah but also it's just like we, we got to make the video. We, we, we set this. We set this up. We, we started the videos. We're going to finish the videos. And uh, and then we're never going to make them again. No videos in Don Trail. Sorry, everybody. We're yeah. just going to. Yeah, that, that's the declaration. <laughs> it's over. Yep. No, no more. We're just going to play it live. So that you, is not true. Uh, do you find yourself brought back by like minor patches or other sort of things along the way? Like, how does how does a modern player even know what's going on in the game? The Sometimes launcher? I don't. 
like sometimes they add stuff to the game and I didn't follow it close enough and I haven't touched it. Uh, so they've got their they've got their deep dungeons and all of that that they added. I haven't, I haven't done anything with it. I haven't like they've added multiples of these things and I haven't touched it yet. Um, and I haven't touched it yet because it just it hasn't entered my my radar and uh, it will at some point. You know, it's going to be like me and player housing like I hadn't messed with that at all. And then you guys were all excited about the guild hall and there was a lot of there's a lot of popping off about that. And I was like. And housing is cool. But I don't know if I'm going to mess with that. And then I, uh, I was typical like, World of Warcraft player. The game just <laughs> yeah. doesn't give you something you want for so long. You convince yourself you never wanted it. I didn't want you deserve housing. good things, John. You deserve John. Have you heard of Final Fantasy 14? <laughs> because this game does something so much better than World of Warcraft. I really think you'd enjoy it. I, maybe I might because I got to tell you, you guys got that guild hall and I was like, well, OK, I don't know. I maybe I'll just throw stuff in the room. I'll just put stuff down because I've got some stuff uh, and I'll just set it in the room. And then I was like, but I definitely need to get a good choice location inside That's... this guild hall. So I secured my room and I was like, yeah, it's my room. Put some stuff down in it. And I was like, your room. Yeah, it's nice. I was like, you know, people might. I don't know about this like i don't want to look like a scrub if that's how it starts that's exactly how it starts <laughs> i want to i want to look like i know what i'm doing so i'll just buy a couple of things and now i have inside the guild hall the office of the ms curator as i call it and i am yes! damn proud of that's that good. i didn't know that i'm so proud of you it you gotta check it out it's nice in there it's it's, it's uh, secretarial it's really good Shoot, we need to go check that out i would say let's log in but we uh we can't log in after until tonight there's a reason we can't log in until tonight. We yes. can't show anyone. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, technically, we, we have a surprise for the stream tonight. I had to build my bars, Ooh. Garrett. I had to build my bars. Why? Well, because my samurai broke. Uh, when we moved computers, my samurai broke. So I had to rebuild. Oh, you're samuraiing. Yes. Oh, but that's you, right. You've been playing but be proud of me. in your raid. You're going to be proud of me. I was outside the free company uh, wearing my misbeard helm and full armor. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a target dummy. <laughs> <laughs> there are target dummies in places other than the FC house. Oh, but I've requested them. They're so perfect. They're out on the beach. It's so cinematic. I love it. So I, I did sneak around a little bit last night. You I, monster. I was in full armor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my God. It made me completely forget. Oh, um, yeah, I'm really excited for tonight. That's going to be fun. I'm excited for you guys tonight. Like, you know, again, I don't want to. I want to spoil the soup. I don't want to overhype, but I'm really excited for this particular raid. Oh, I, I have I have really thoroughly good. enjoyed the near raids and and I played a very very tiny amount of near. It is is not something that I am a pre fan of, um, but the raids are they're killer. They're really yeah. well done. The music's good. The atmosphere's good. I had played probably just as much as of near as you had. Uh, and I didn't really get into the story of it, but man, did I love the the raids themselves. I was like, oh, so good. Yeah, that's extra <laughs> so good. Extra little love in there uh, for all the references they're doing. And they they definitely went the, the mile for it. But that's kind of the whole game, right? Like it's a it's an incremental increasing of the mileage of which they push things. And I think the weapon trial highlighted that no better than anything else is you're just like what is this even doing in like side content this is <laughs> this is bizarre i'm glad you had uh, i i don't know had you forgotten a lot of that because i know that was another thing that got me in our slack channel at the time being like 
I know you all don't play Final Fantasy, but I gotta I gotta share it somewhere. I'm gonna share it here. Here's me in a giant Mac. I don't remember that one something. at all. No. Okay, good. No. There's a bunch of things I've shared over time that I feel so guilty because I just assumed you guys would never play. And so uh, there was a lot of, you know, we've we talked about the end of the Eden raids that I shared that boss with you. Uh that that one did stick with you. That was you. the one I, I remember, but how could it not? But I shared pictures of Amarat. I shared pictures of me in mechs fighting stuff because I was just like, I'm in freaking mechs in a Final Fantasy game. This is crazy. <laughs> um, all that stuff got shared in a time where I didn't think you guys would play. Oh, and that's just, like that was just like, you got to share something and you're not going to show pictures of Porksies and like be like, hey, you got to play this. You got you to know what's going on here. It's integral. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, we always say, what's the best way to recommend the game for someone? I go about it the wrong way with Scott. Everything I have ever shared with Scott is stuff I know Scott will find obnoxious and hate. So Scott does get the pictures of the Porksies. He gets pictures of Porksies. He gets a lot of stuff from the Hildebrand quest. I was about to say, do you just send him just Manderville shit just constantly? <laughs> I send him so many pictures of Godric in his underwear. Scott is <laughs> has some weird repellent for humor in anime. Like, like yeah. hu anime humor does not gel with Scott. That's but, the stuff I send him all the time. But yeah. he, he loves... Final Fantasy 7 remake and hate 16. That was a that was perhaps the oddest kind He doesn't like 16? Yeah, he hates it. What's wrong? It's just I listen, okay, I haven't played Final Fantasy 7 remake, but I've seen it and it looks like it's just the, the, the 16 is just more it's, it's just 7 remake combat but better. It's it's so weird because I thought he would like 16 because it drops so much of the like weird zaniness and quirkiness in fact that's probably one of my negatives towards the game is huh. like it's a little too self-serious all the time but he go Fair. he he played it and he's like no i would rather be playing seven remake because at least that's silly and i was like i don't know what no. to recommend you scott because no wonder scott and kyle get along they're wildly that, inconsistent that could be true out. yes yeah. yeah, it's it's really it's it, really odd. It's an experience playing something or watching Clive, something everyone's praising, and you got nitpicks, bud. Clive has yeah. got to be my favorite video game character of God knows how many. Well, the N14's going on. I don't have to quantify it. Yeah, it's all good. Fantasy. Like Clive is such a good character. Like ah ah. And I will say, though, I really like Final Fantasy VII Remake. I don't want to necessarily turn it into this or that. I think VII Remake, I might like it more than sixteen, but I I don't know. I feel weird giving a game that's a third of a game higher praise. I kind of want to see it through <laughs> to the end. You know, it just just in case you never know, like not that they all need to be judged yeah. as one game, but like it just does feel weird to go. This part one of three is the greatest Final Fantasy that has ever existed. Um, and I don't think 16 is perfect. I think it's got I think it's some fair I think you. it's got some problems, but uh, I think both are great games. I just I just don't think Final Fantasy is for Scott in general. I just think that's a, a barrier for him. I think longer games in general are too uh, long, too difficult for Scott. Like <laughs> I fair. think Scott, I think Scott likes bite sized chunks of gameplay and uh, getting into a big, long 
thing is maybe a bit much. Mm. I think that's, uh, yeah. Well, I find myself with that, you know, quote unquote kind of problem in the evening. I'm like, um, I should really put some work into a big game. Uh, that's kind of my job part. So like my evenings are all into the breach, slay the spire kind of. Yeah. Our public gaming life currently is big games yeah and so yeah i don't have a ton of desire to get i, I want to get back to elden ring so bad but every time i think about sitting down to play it i'm like if i don't have three hours i'm not going to feel like i accomplished anything in this game and so i just haven't turned it back on um it, like uh, uh 14 uh, really killed elden ring for me it's it's hard to have more than one it's a weird statement to say they, they couldn't be two different more more different games but um, yeah, I'm, I'm the same. Like I've been playing dead cells. Like I never thought I would play that game. I've already cleared it twice. Like it, that's what I want right now yeah. out of my evenings uh, when I'm not streaming. Cause I'm just like, give me, just give me something wildly different. And I, and, and within 45 minutes, I want to feel like I had an experience. That's what got me into Fortnite was I played through all of cyberpunk 2077 Ooh. and I loved it. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, this was so was so much better than i thought like i i just i discounted this game too much and like th this was so good what an experience and then the thought of getting into anything big narrative long anything like that open world i was just like i can't do it i need something that have no stakes what is the lowest stakes who cares what happens game i can possibly play and i started playing fortnite like that's <laughs> that's what that's how it went so you yep. know you gotta you gotta change up the palette every once in a while and just try something a little different you do and, and I, I always find it makes me makes coming back to the, the games i play over and over again more refreshing as well because it's like ah i got a palette cleanser now I'm, I'm excited for for my my normal game again yeah kind of a thing i haven't really gotten bored with, with 14 but um it's still Although I will tell you guys, I have a crazy notion. This is the biggest impact FanFest had on me. Okay. All right. I, I, as you guys know, I've been streaming all the Final Fantasies. Yep. Uh, I kind of got stuck on 10. I'm kind of in the middle of it, having a really hard time finishing it. And I finished 16 on stream. So, you know, we got the future all sewn up. I was like, I should go back and finish 10. And then I watched FanFest and I went, what if I streamed all of Final Fantasy XIV? Uh, why not? Well, because it would be the third time I've done it <laughs> for, <laughs> for starters. <laughs> but I mean, uh, if but you're up for the reading, like, you know, the reading aloud. What? What if I just played all of Final Fantasy XIV again? The, and I'm really close to doing it. I'm not even done with it yet. And seeing the the Doma Castle with the visual upgrade was the first time I've thought about playing this game again. While I'm still in the process of playing it for the first time. Yeah. Um, also, uh, because uh, Katie was in tow, uh, she got asked a lot. Hey, when are you going to start playing again? And she's like, ah, this is so much reading. And I, she didn't like that first solo duty, which I don't blame her. I don't like most solo duties. And that first solo duty is awful. Um, but I'm like, what if I, what if I somehow convinced her to go through and I'll go through with her and I'll just do all the reading for her. I'll, uh, I'll put on some voices and, you know, make it a, a fully voice acted experience. And I, I mean, this is committing to nothing. I have no idea if I would actually be able to successfully convince her to do this, 
but I'm like, it'd be a good excuse to play it again. And if we do it after the graphical update, I would be entertained. Like, yeah, there's all a lot of, uh, a lot of ideas going through my head. Uh, but uh, if anyone's getting excited about this, A, may not happen. B, Katie will not react the way you want her to react. <laughs> Katie is a stone-faced killer in the face of anything emotional. <laughs> she is. She just like stares at the most visceral gore in a horror movie and just laughs while I squirm in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, that was an idea that went through my head. I'm going to do something we don't usually do. We, we got a, a last minute question and the Ask the Host uh, channel in our members lounge in the Discord. And it's for you, John. And before oh. we leave Final Fantasy, it's on yeah. topic. So I figure I'm just going to hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull us into this lane. Kadrick wants to know, uh, John, I'm interested when you think uh, we'll be current in Final Fantasy 14. Do you think oh. me and Kyle will be current uh, and Kadrick puts up, would it be in time for six, five, five or later or sooner? I mean, I think you guys will definitely be current before 7.0. Um, mm, that's a good question. I, I'm going to set expectations, guys. They're going to be current before 7.0. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they're the going to necessarily be current before before then. Um, I think that Endwalker like, no, look, we have a rough date now. There's no rush. Let them go through at their own pace. No, there's no rooting for you. Oh, you got to get it done before before Fan Fest. It's got to be before. Like, there's no more dates now. It's just summer of next year. They got all the time in the world. Let them let them make their videos. Let them do what the way they're going to do it. Everybody only gets one first time through Final Fantasy 14. Uh, let them tackle it at their uh, at their pace. And, uh, you know, they might want to they might want to take breaks here and there. I I have a bad tendency of telling them when I think they're going to have a hard time progressing because it slows down. And let's be honest, and Walker does not start off with a sprint. Um, so, you know, let them just go with their pace. Let them just find it out and, and just go. So. We'll uh, we'll see, but I'm going to say they'll be current by 7.0. Mm, perfect. Great answer. I agree. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate it. And Walker I have will all the confidence you guys can do at one expansion in a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as the free trial isn't catching up to us, I think we're going to be OK. Yeah. Let, let's try and stay two expansions ahead of the free trial. Yes, I think that's the goal. Let's make that our rule. How's I think that that's sound? the goal. I, How's that sound? My final note on the Final Fantasy Fan Fest, and you can't. You can't. Describe a feeling perfectly, but. It was such a positive experience, and I don't think since Cataclysm I've seen a BlizzCon be so happy in that regard. Uh, ple uh, please so many people and perhaps mm. cause such a abundance of joy without any we hear you's, we apologizes, and everything else like that. <laughs> I mean, listen, uh, Overwatch, uh, Overwatch hater, the year they announced Overwatch was a a pretty hype year. People were excited for it. Yeah. Well, we were in the heart of Marvel too. We were in the middle it of please the crowd. Yeah. Here's the storm was still young and we were enjoying it. Hearthstone was like just now lighting the world on fire. That was a good year for BlizzCon. 
I've watched uh, I watched a clip. I watched a, an internet clip of a WoW streamer. And people are going, Ishikawa, and making her cry on stage. They're all cheering for Ishikawa, the writer of Final Fantasy fourteen, And uh, the, the streamer's like, why are they doing this? Why... Why would anyone do this for an MMO writer? What's going on? What is what is this game? Why are people doing this? Because <laughs> people really like the yeah, story. Yeah. People but really like the story. It was an interesting coming home to the many, many videos on the Diablo front I was mentioning earlier. It was a, an yeah. odd experience. Yeah, I mean, it, it, maybe, it, honestly, it'd be a better analogy if you went back a few years when Metzen was still, like, leading the charge at the beginning of BlizzCon, because he would get a huge, huge round of applause. That is and true. And Met, Metzen, for the longest, while there's more than one writer for WoW and Warcraft, uh, Metzen, for the longest time, was, like, the poster child for writing Warcraft. And so, you know, back coming out of Warcraft 3 into the, the heyday of World of Warcraft, yeah, we, we lost our shit for Metzen. And he, you know, there were, he didn't like full on ball, but there were multiple times where he had to like collect himself for a second. Sure. So yeah, it's not, I don't think it's that alien, but maybe right now it is like, uh, first of all, there just hasn't been a uh, BlizzCon since 2019, but it also mileage varies. I'm in the camp of, I don't think wild story has been very good uh, for quite a while. Uh, not everyone agrees with me, but it's been tumultuous to say the least. So I don't There's think that's that. a bold take, Garrett. I, th I think that's... <laughs> no, uh, I don't think it is either, but, you know, I'm just trying to cover... I still have a lot of love for Warcraft. I still love Warcraft. I still feel things when I see badass Warcraft art. Yeah. I still yeah. I still think, like, I still think fondly. Still, they, you know, I was about to say, I still think of uh, uh, Darnassus as my home, but they burnt my home. So, yeah. They did do that. Mm -hmm. I, You know, I bought the newest expansion. Uh, maybe not the best money i've ever spent uh considering i got to play the valkyr starting experience that's what it's called right is it valkyr no what is the dragon what's a valkyr those are the angels that sylvanas dragon you're thinking of the yeah you think of the angel people yeah the drakthir drakthir that's it that's it uh i got to go through the i got to go through the starting experience of the drakthir and then i got to the dragon isles and I got off the boat and they're like, welcome, champion, to this uncharted land. Many discoveries. There's a bunch of baby dragons over there for you to kill. And I went, why am I killing them? I thought we were all here to celebrate dragons. Why am I off the boat? You want me to go kill a bunch of baby dragons? What are, <laughs> what are we doing? And I logged out and I, I canceled my sub. Not because of it, but I logged out and then almost a month went by and I went, oh, shoot, I got to cancel that. That's how you cancel subs. Um, yes, yes. That, that is <laughs> so that I did the same thing. That was okay. it. And uh, I think Final Fantasy is guilty for that reaction because I, it so often feels the need to answer questions you maybe didn't even have. Um, like, why are there other people with me fighting this boss? Well, you've got this stone that summons people now. Like, I never thought I'd live to see the day where Duty Finder became the allure reason for it and all of that. But, uh, you know, you get off the boat. They're like, kill baby dragons. I was like should I talk to somebody first? Like, should somebody tell me why they're a problem? I mean, it goes but... both ways in some regards, like the paladin quest line, you're murdering tons of guards and you're like, is this okay? <laughs> like I, the, the game has taught me this isn't how things go. Sometimes <laughs> a realm reborn can seem a little violent in that regard because it's still in that MMO sphere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I, I thought Dragonflight was fine enough. Uh, I just, 
I hit a point and I was just like, I don't need this in my life right now. Uh, I've got something filling that, filling that role in my gaming diet and I'm really enjoying it. And it was really, it was uh, doing my first extreme. I was just like, Oh, Oh, the, the raid content's also amazing here. Uh, I'll see you later. Wow. Think, yeah. And, and if any, if there's any divide at a fan fest, that's the divide as you have many players of many kinds experiencing one game, but you know, someone has never crafted before. This uh, is an extreme raider and doesn't really care too much about the lore, but they found their home here. I think it's cool, yeah. though. And it, that, I, I mean, that was extreme... the surprise for me was uh, that the raids were good because nobody ever talked about it. Nobody was like, come no, to Final no Fantasy, the raids are really good. And then I was finally like, I'll try them. And I was like, this is fun. Like, I felt like I had been bamboozled. I was like, <laughs> guys, this is what I wanted from raiding all along. I used to get made fun of for always saying no trash or more realistically from hiding when trash pulls were happening. But like what? This is super fun. Why didn't why doesn't anybody talk about this? They still don't. I still yeah. don't see people like promoting Final Fantasy 14 as the MMO gameplay is great and and they should. And uh, uh, we're we're going to we're, we're going to be those people. We're going to be those people. You should you should do you should do extremes and beyond. They're amazing. If you like raiding and really other MMOs. Well made, but it always reminds yeah. me of Mass Effect. I think it was three. That was always pointing you towards the uh, multiplayer on the back end. And it, it was okay. You know, I liked the gameplay of yeah. Mass Effect 3 well enough, but I was so disappointed by the story, I couldn't participate. You know, I was like, oh, I, I don't really want to live and breathe in this world anymore. This isn't, mm. this isn't my scene. So well, I quit. Yeah. Well, let's uh, talk about maybe another world that we want to live game. and breathe in. Good, 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 good. Oh, great news, everyone. Shove it. Happy Baldur's Gate release day, everybody. It's official. It's not just a chapter and a character creator anymore. Oh my god, anymore. it's been out for so long. Apparently, <laughs> you know, technically, on yeah, technically. But uh, yeah, yeah, we. Uh, I got my first look at it right before we went on summer vacay, Kyle, and now it's here. And I just go, oh goodness, I want to play this so bad. But where the hell are we going to fit it into our schedule? <laughs> it is very like a real D and D table. Uh, prepare to break some hearts across the world. It is. There are many requests for playthroughs and uh, we could start one as sort of my answer to most of these conversations. Yeah, I'd be down I to really, roll something I, with you. I really would like to find time to do like like a solid four to six hours. Like here's the first chunk. Let's go. Let's try it. Let's get it under our belt. Let's get a feel for it. I've never played a Baldur's game game, uh, Baldur's Gate game in my life. I know this is very different. I don't care. I haven't played them. I want to play this. I saw my character's penis, and that's about all I've had really? time for today. <laughs> like, like actual dong out graphical yeah. action. Yeah, I logged in right before the show. I was like, I got about thirty minutes before uh, this starts. I'm gonna get in the game and uh, just see how it goes. I hit new new game. I started making my character. The, it popped up. It was like, do you want nudity in this game? I was like, well, if you're going to ask me, yes, I would. <laughs> and it was like, great. And I go in there and I'm picking and I'm making Stanley Billings. I was like, can I make Stanley Billings in here? And I'm making him. I'm like, yep, yep, yep. And then it's like genitalia. And I was like, 
selecting. It's like, do you want penis A or penis B? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like selecting them. And I'm like, well, this isn't doing anything. And then like there's a there's a hide clothes button. So I clicked it and all the clothes disappeared. I I saw the genitals. I picked what felt appropriate to me. Hmm. I put the clothes back on and uh, went, well, time to go talk to Kyle and Garrett. I, so uh, that's I, my, that's my shock play streamers experience today, I guess, out there. Walter's Gate 3. Kyle, could this become our first, uh, like, uh, patron-only playthrough where we just include the nudity? <laughs> it makes you wonder, right? Why is everyone so naked? You can't so put naked? that on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't want to live stream that accidentally. Yeah, I mean, if they give you the option, you just, you just turn it off, right? And then you can have a public playthrough. But Kotaku here is telling me about how uh, apparently Chun-Li had a naked mod that ended up in the esports tournament this past oh, week. Oh, yeah, I saw about What? Yeah, whoops, yeah, somebody whoops. was playing with their mods on. <laughs> oh, my Christ. Wow. You know, the 14-year-old the, the in me is like that. I love the Internet. Like, that's great. Yep. The that's, Wild that's West is still very much alive. In that regard. With, with with all of the turmoil in big name esports, like uh, now it's looking like Overwatch isn't long for this world, and just like the long history of Blizzard slowly killing off their esports and uh, stuff like Valve kind of winding back their their esports. Um, I'm happy for the return of not perfectly polished. The feeling of grassroots returning to esports, even though I'd like. It's a complicated feeling because there's people losing jobs and stuff. But like to me, like and what I like from esports, I I like the the less polished stuff. Yeah, uh, but it, which is a, not to say that I think we should be adding nudity as mandatory to esports. No, I, I don't think these conversations were uh, exactly related as we made our way through them. But I agree, and particularly after Fan Fest, uh, getting to see the whole crystalline conflict battle, just the roughness around the edges, the lack of graphics of you know dungeon of the dragon knight coming alive and like the graphic show and the, the teams are flashing inside they had some light light day team b team red blue kind of thing going on but mm -hmm. you realize like once all the buzz is gone you're there because you like the video game and watching said video game it's not propped up artificially yeah which is what i like it's what i like don't overextend don't don't you know, literally write checks your ass can't cash. That is, I mean, uh, the, the time, the, the time investment of one of these games. I think it was 160 some odd hours. What was it for us in Divinity 2, John, when we finally beat that thing? I don't know. I feel like you told me one time and I was like, we played for that long. I mean, a good testament that it felt faster. But yeah, it was a it was a lot of time. And that was us going like pretty regularly putting a lot of time into it and moving at a pretty good clip. Like we weren't, weren't spending a lot of time sitting down and saying like, okay, now what did that dialogue mean to you? Like we, we moved through that game and it still took a long time. 130 hours on my, yeah. my steam here. It'd be awesome yeah. to have a full playthrough of this thing. I really, I, I can't decide what I want to play. Honestly, it, it's a great translation of D&D 5th edition it plays exactly like divinity like there's some it has the sort of zoom in zoom out models like you might expect from a lot of modern kind of top down games but you probably most recently saw it in Diablo 4 there are cutscenes that happen with your character and they look pretty decent you look good in there but the second you're in the above 
view, it's Divinity. If you played Divinity, you're going to like the way this plays. I, I liked Divinity. I didn't play that much of it. I'm into it. Yeah, I, uh... <sighs> yeah, man, it's like part of me just wants to be like, can we just like rip like five hours of this tomorrow? Like, do you have time for that? <laughs> we can have an offline conversation about that. Oh, my goodness. Just, I just want to rip it. I just want to try it. I logged in on Twitter today, and the first thing I saw was someone fail a roll to try talking to an animal, and the squirrel started chewing on their toe. And I'm like, this is <laughs> this looks like the greatest thing ever. I want to play this game. <laughs> I saw that clip, too. That oh, took did a you? Turn. Ah. That took a turn. I was like, I again, I think I saw it while I was doing uh, ear medicine. I couldn't hear it. And it was on my phone. I couldn't see it. So I just see somebody talking to a squirrel, and just chatting back and forth and then the way it ended i was just like oh my what happened what happened when this took such a crazy turn yeah. uh i cannot wait to play more of this game i right. you know not just because i chose genitalia but like now I, you're invested yes it looks it looks good like i was making my DD character and it genuinely felt like my DD character i was like pick your you know starting cantrips and it was the starting cantrips that i had to pick when i rolled that character back in the day um so i i think that you know it it really made me excited for the possibilities and what we can do with it uh i do think i am going to try and make our D and D characters for my playthrough. Sadly, lizard folk not a race in the game, but they, yeah. have the they have the dragonborn, which will be close enough to at least feel okay. So, I think otherwise we're going to be able to get there. So, I am yeah. excited for this. I I almost didn't keep it in the notes, but I'm like, I got two massive D and D nerds. I got even though I know we haven't played yet, I got to I got to know how you're how you're feeling about it. So, I'm glad I'm glad I'm not alone in my a uh, very specific feeling of stoked for this game, terrified of finding the time for it. Yes, absolutely. Because uh, we know what this is. Like, this isn't some accident, like Persona 5, which is so mean. Like, it, it, you, don't, you don't just kind of wander into a Baldur's Gate game alone, let alone a Larian Studios game, without yeah. knowing the depth of which you are about to tackle. But the reviews are great. Like, it is. It You know, Bioware's been having a tough time for a while. Uh, you know, we'll see what uh, Bethesda's cooking on the side, but you know, they they really haven't. I think for most uh, RPG choose your own adventure fans, I don't feel like anything's really hit that far home since you know, maybe New Vegas. But that was even Obsidian that made that product, and they went on to that do, was pre Mass Effect Three. Yeah, and then they went on to do um, you know, Pillars of Eternity, and they they've been doing a great job. But the production value of Boulder's Gate 3 with being read to all the time, the graphics, the zoom in, zoom out is really pretty top notch. And just the references, they got all the monsters here just flipping through their pictures on their Steam. Oh my God, they made sure they, they put the fan favorites in here and I'm really excited to see them in graphical glory. Mm. Well, would you all like to talk about friend favorites before we move, before we end the show? Oh yeah. Let's yeah. take a question. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. If you have a question for us on this show, well, head on over to the Ask the Host channel in our Discord. It's in the Members Lounge, which everyone gets access to, whether you're supporting us on Patreon or YouTube or both. Today, Bercy 
asked, and I feel like John, you could you could get in on this too because uh, you you have a, a three way bromance over on the That's core right. gaming yeah. podcast. Uh, Bercy said, "I know the bromance is oft commented upon, but how do you deal with those times when stress gets placed on that relationship?" I've been going through a rough time with a close friend recently myself, and while I know I'll pull through with them eventually, you two remind me of the good times while I'm struggling a bit myself. So if you have any words of wisdom or experience, I'd love to hear it. Uh, and uh, Kyle, if, if you will, I'm happy to start by saying Kyle and I get angry at each other all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, not not like epic battles. In fact, uh, yeah. oftentimes it's more just exhaustion that takes hold when these mm-hmm. things start to pile up and questions start dividing. And there's a magic when you have partners because much like any office situation, it's pretty cool to enter the room and see things you didn't do. Like, oh my goodness, that whole thing's edited. That's incredible. I didn't have to do that. Thank you so much. But eventually, things maybe don't go the way you expected. A communication barrier broke down. You put all the communication points on your character sheet into dealing with X situation and forgot to inform this. And it can be, it, it takes a lot of effort. Garrett and I are over-apologetic when we, when we do get into it. And uh, over the years... We've developed very much a, I'm feeling that <laughs> we are together. And it's like, a, it's like you choose your own adventure, like step-by-step, like magnet art, magnet poetry, as we work through a feeling-based conversation. Ultimately, my answer to all these is always going to be, is an equal exchange. Like, are you and your friend equally draining and fulfilling one another? Because that's what it comes down at the end of the day. Like a bad friend, they can be fun. They can be awesome. And they can invite you with them. And you can have these amazing times. But you're always going to feel like you're depleting the entire time. Maybe they complain about everything and it, it slowly gets you down. Maybe maybe they're always telling you stories. But don't invest in your story when it's your turn to share. Maybe, and this is a popular one I see a lot. Like they they prompt you to tell a story only so they can talk. And so it's still one-sided. Even though they do the correct thing beforehand and those are more judges if you're in a good friendship not so much to recover but i think hey, kyle did you sides. see any cool cars this weekend not at all you pointed at one i saw <laughs> one it went by it you were excited because it shouldn't be in america i think you were like oh my god that shouldn't be here oh yeah yeah skyline went by i wasn't actually uh, uh proud of you i was giving you an example of a question i would ask you if i just wanted to talk oh sure yeah well, look ex- at that yeah, yeah. kyle remembered the experience that <laughs> you know there's the mark of a true friend yeah, look I at think that. It, he- i think it was an r32 gtr um because it was more boxy anyway i see them in florida all the time but the one we saw in vegas was really nicely set up so katie and i got pretty excited about it because they're they're not the most rare thing here but most of them here are buckets and that one looked like it was straight out of fast and the furious buckets uh shit boxes oh okay okay yeah okay yeah yeah most of them here are like sun rot the you can see the speakers like falling out of the casing through the back windshield like a lot of them here are not in good shape that thing was freaking gorgeous well um yeah yeah man and then like and that's what you do if it's well, friendship worth saving because like sadly like i've also like let go of a lot of friendships um or like reduced friendships is the weird way to say like i've spent uh, there are friends that i still want in my life but i realized that uh it's not going to be that equal exchange and so i just back it up until it is like if we see each other once a year or talk to each other once a year and that's our friendship then that's that's fine and i 
like if I keep contacting them and not getting something in return or trying to make plans and they keep canceling, it's like, okay, well, uh, I'm going to stop doing that. And, but I still like you enough. And so when you're ready to hang, I'm, I'm there to hang. Um, so that's kind of like what I talk about when I st- like reducing a friendship, but then, you know, there's the, the, the far side of the pendulum, which is sometimes it may not be worth keeping that friendship going. Uh, but that's a, a difficult and very personal decision to make. But that would be when it's just, it's you, you would be honest with yourself if, it, if you know, it's a negative situation. I feel like if you're asking, it's probably not bad enough that you think you need to just break it off entirely. Yeah. I, I mean, I moved a lot in my life too. So my, my friendship deciding factors, can be very strong. I'm, I'm fully aware that like if I was in one town and I grew up in that town and now I work in that town, very, very different atmosphere for canceling and moving on. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, I had a friendship I, I almost walked away from entirely and I don't want to get too specific in case this person ever hears this, but suffice to say, uh, I felt slighted enough to like not talk to this person for like over a year. Um, uh, but I'm really glad I, I didn't cause, um, our friendship has rekindled in the last couple of years and it, it, it means the world to me. So they, they just needed, they just did, you know, sometimes folks just need their space and it's okay to give them that space. And, uh, if it's a friendship worth it, it'll, it'll, it'll come back around. John, uh, tell us about the worst fight you've ever had on the core. I want all the juicy details. <laughs> no. Um, I'm kidding, well, by the way. The, the best way, uh, the best way I think to uh, maintain friendships for me is I stopped playing competitive games with everyone I wanted to stay friends with. Uh, <laughs> step, step I played I played with you a long time. You were good. Uh, you were good about that. I know. I, but I do get hyper competitive. Uh, I think uh, to, to that point, I, you do need to recognize uh, the areas that you struggle with. I've told my wife this because she plays Fortnite. I played Fortnite, and she's like, we should play together. And I was like, OK, I got to let's have a talk. <laughs> I hold people to a level of expectation upon which I don't hold myself. I expect people to know what I'm thinking and react to things <laughs> that are unspoken. <laughs> and when you tell me that that's ridiculous, I will understand that and agree and I will apologize for what I've done. But in the moment, I'm probably going to react in a way that's not great. And she's like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. We played a little bit and she's like, yeah, you are kind of a dick. <laughs> well, you know, I'm I, I'm trying my best. here. Uh, I, I think one of the biggest things for me dealing with other people, dealing with friends and all of that is Try to understand uh, where your shortcomings are. Um, And the biggest thing for me is I just, you know, I anytime I get mad at anybody, I ask myself and and as weird of a serious question it is, is do I want to never speak to this person ever again because of this? And most of the time, I don't know if I've ever actually said yes to that question. And I go, no. And that's like, then what are you upset about? Like, you know, find a way to get over it. What's the path to get over it? Do you need to talk to them about it? Do you have something that you just feel needs to be said? Go say it. If you don't have something that needs to be said, can you 
set it aside. Can you be okay with things as they are? Yeah. You just say, okay, that's where we're at. And sometimes this was the biggest thing I needed to learn is that that's my process, but that doesn't work for everybody because one of the issues that I had early on is that's a real quick process. So I'd get in a fight with a friend and I'd say, you know, I, oh, we'd hang up on each other. We'd be so mad. And then I'd be calling them like 30 minutes later, ready to be like, all right, let's fix this because I've come to the determination uh, that we should just continue to be friends, but they're still mad. That's really hard. <laughs> they are not ready to move on. So you also have to understand that not everybody is going to get over it at the same speed. And, uh, you know, so very quickly learned that instead of like, no, we need to fix this now because I don't like this hanging over me. Uh, it is important to have that conversation where you say, hey, look, you know, I thought about things. I want to hash it out when you're ready. If you're ready, I'm here. You know, that's an important thing to be able to recognize if if you're the one who's coming forth with the uh, olive branch first, you know, make sure the other person's also receptive to it is good. Yeah, we have a we have a phrase. Uh, computers broke. Computers broke. It's a puzzle. Computer broke is a puzzle. And like that, that's the tough one for me when it's a puzzle, like it needs solving. And I don't know what the I don't know what pieces go where and like where the exact line and what was said that got upset because, you know, you're in the moment you're talking, you're working through things. And I can be very Who's fast. We? I've never said computers broke. We oh, I meant like household, my household, my household. Oh, household gotcha. Area. And when it's a puzzle, that's when it like drives me nuts. And I really just want to be constantly solving it. But when the other party needs that minute needs that time to i just need to process i need to think i have to think what i'm gonna say through like no no just tell me tell me give me the raw give me the give me the good like whatever's like in your head like i'm not gonna share that That, that's all that's all made up whereas my family growing up was very much like whatever you say first is what you really meant and like that your first reaction is your most honest reaction which is absolutely it's just raw chemicals you know it's just like do i need to defend my home am i hungry kill a bunny you know like it's like there's a reason why you get hangry so you can murder that rabbit i think there's i think there's a you know something that separates us from raw emotion and that's taking the time to think which is why i'm a fan of doing so yes and i agree and i agree i think terrible things constantly i don't just blurt them out which (laughs) i think is right why some people can stand to be around me it was an aspect of my family that was interesting to get over for sure it was like like, what everyone doesn't live this way oh that's excellent why can i live this way too and they're like yeah you're an adult why don't you start living that way i'm like oh i'll shut up then this is fabulous yeah yeah, no, I think that's all. I think that's all great, great. Yeah, like a lot, of, a lot of it is just the balance of uh, uh, giving someone the time they need to process while also not being a doormat yourself. Like, like you, you want to find that balance in between. Um, and uh, even at the times where Kyle and I have, uh, I think, been at the 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 like the worst struggle to our friendship we've ever experienced. I don't think I've ever felt like a doormat, and I hope I've never felt you made you feel like one. Like it all is just like. Our issues really do just mostly come down to like work related things and workflow, uh, particularly in times when one of us is busy and the other one is kind of picking up the slack. And when those like, especially in the last like year and a half, I feel like all of our uh, altercations have come down to one of the two of us has been picking up the slack for the other one for longer than their endurance bar could manage right well and, and then the, particularly if you start doing the whole which i think is a lot of common in these situations when you want to give more you're like i want to be the yeah. better person 
uh for me like a lot of my embarrassment comes from like no that's not how i see myself no 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 no. that's not my self-image i'm not like that oh no (laughs) that makes me look like a dick i don't want to be that kind of person so you end up being like no i I, i'm not going to talk about that today no i I, this doesn't need to i want to be easy i want to be simple i want to be there for this person Mm -hmm. and eventually hit that empty and usually for me like i go in the past i've gone too many phases deep into that empty and then it turns into a whole thing which you know leads to like where, where's this coming from and you're like no it's, 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 i've got a file yeah. cap you throw it on you throw all the papers on the floor you're like read all of this at once when clearly somewhere along the line you could have been like okay i'm sensing this open one folder and be like here's yep. what i'm feeling today yep yep uh yeah like uh, we've made a lot of progress in i think both of us realizing just ask for help just just be like, hey, hey, man, too much on the plate. Can you can you take these these potatoes, <laughs> please? And thank you. <laughs> that I think has has come down to it. But yeah, but yeah. Uh, and then fi- finally, Kyle, I don't think you were expecting this, but uh, in terms of knowing of the friendship and and uh, uh, John, I'm sorry, you're uh, you're the third person at the table for uh, emotional conversation uh, for what's about to transpire. But Kyle, in terms of knowing if the friendship is worth continuing. Uh, I'm, I'm going to make you answer a question for me because I feel like I know uh, all the times uh, I've been like, ah! uh, I I know you make me a better person. And that's how I feel about Kyle. Oh, uh, yeah, man. I don't know if I if I make you a better person. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm a pretty angry person. <laughs> I, uh, no, I've, I've learned so much professionally and, uh, you know, editing and everything else from you. Like you're, you're you, you say you're like you tend to not you tend to downplay that you're a teacher and you're very good at it mm. and you know while it takes some questions to kind of work backwards sometimes and you have your own way of doing things you inspire me to always work harder and do a better job and find new ways to discover and in that way it's it's very awesome being your friend oh hell yeah man I hope one of the things in there that you didn't say is that I inspire you to work harder, but not as often or as long. <laughs> Hopefully. I, well, we both have that problem. We both have that problem where the <laughs> other person's work, it's like, go easy on yourself, but I'm going to personally work all night. And then you go, well, you go easy. I'm going to work all night. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Brad, br- bringing back, bringing John back into this conversation, you know, one of the. One of the toughest things right now in our busy lives of kids and our own shows is not getting to hang with you guys on Quorum. I always feel like I always open our Discord chat and my brain is like, use it or lose it. It's like it's like a language like, oh, I'm, I'm afraid of losing this friendship from just lack of engagement. And sometimes the meme isn't particularly good and I apologize, but I still throw it in there <laughs> just so I can say hi to y'all. No, I'm I'm with you 100%. Like, you know, the playing D&D with uh with you and and all of that was uh an insanely fun thing and I I get in the same boat where it's like, you know, these connections everybody kind of starts to go their own way. You start to panic and you're like, I don't want to I don't want to lose touch, you know, with you guys and uh, I definitely felt that, you know, to include Garrett in this as well. Like, you know, Garrett and I haven't gotten a lot of time to to talk or hang out. But if you said, what is one of your favorite memories of being with friends? Us at that um, Heroes event, staying up all night, hanging out in a hotel lobby, 
for midnight pizzas and just chatting about uh, dumb stuff until everybody slowly went and got on their flights home uh, in the early hours of the morning. Absolutely one of my favorite moments on, on this earth as a human being. And it was weird because while we were at that event, I did have in the back of my head, even though we were all so excited about where Heroes was going, um, I did have in the back of my head, like, what if this is it? What if this is the only time that we get to do this? And it ended up being true, um, at least as far as for around Heroes. Um, but like that moment and hanging out with you guys and just chatting and just staying up because like, well, why go and lay in a hotel room by myself for two hours? Like, let's just hang out and have midnight pizza. Uh, that was way better. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you guys have been fantastic for that. And you never want, I, I never want to let it go. It's why it's so cool to get to be on the show with you guys. It's why it's so cool that we've gotten to do all the things we've, we've had the opportunity to do. And I don't think any of us want to step outside of, social circles because uh i think it is great when you get to interact and do things with your friends i i feel that i feel that i don't think we got into like uh, the childhood stuff but i think i was very i really internalized my dad talking about like never seeing his best friend which uh he he now lives here and they finally get to see each other regularly but for like first 20 some odd years of my life my dad would be like yeah, yeah i'm see my best friend like once a year if i'm lucky and i'm just like that sucks, and I never want that. <laughs> like, let's see my friends. <laughs> so, uh, ma manifest your friendship is our TLDR on that. Yes, yeah, man it's, man it's, manifest it's a lot your of words. Wait, yeah, everyone's different. Yeah. Kyle and I have gotten to. A, it took a long time until we could just like let our uh, our deepest thoughts just just hang them out <laughs> in front of the other person. <laughs> Yeah, but like there's a there's an idea I love. I believe it was Aerosmith uh, has Bad Idea Friday. The band? Yeah, the band. They they had in their heyday. Uh, dude looks like a lady, right? Is that the that's them, right? That is one of their songs. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was invented during Bad Idea Friday, and they had this concept. Every Friday, <laughs> they would all show up with what they thought was the worst idea imaginable, or just throwing it out there and taking zero ownership of it. And I think that sort of thing is so important. Huh. That's interesting. I, I have another musical analogy that I use when we have writer's block, which is I just I, I throw my hands up and go, screw it. Let's just give the people exactly what they want, which comes from uh, Blink-182's Take Off Your Pants and Jacket album. Uh, they were told by their by the record label, there are no singles on this. So out of spite. They wrote the two most saccharine poppy songs on that album, which were The Rock Show and First Date, and they were massive freaking hits. They, they did it out of anger. They're like, we're going to make the shittiest pop punk songs. They're just like the most on the nose, catchy bullshit on earth. And they were the two biggest hits on the album. That's and, a whole lesson uh, in itself. Like if there's one yes. thing school yeah. should say early on is I think picture your teacher. What do they want? It has nothing to do with what you want. Just give them what uh -huh. they want. Yep. Yep. It doesn't always work. And you will creatively become quite hungry if you do that every single time. Yeah, You've got to make something. But yeah, sometimes it's a it's a wonderful emergency button to press. It's just like, what would make our what would make our viewers happy? Let's just make that. <laughs> That's usually a pretty easy question to answer.
So, yeah. Well, thanks for the question. That's a deep one. Yeah. That's a deep one, Bercy. Yeah. Cal, uh, you got some, you got some uh, music to play me out? I, well, you know, I, I've got it here on my soundboard from forever ago. Let's see what this is. Oh, oh, it, it needs a little love. It needs a little love. Maybe, maybe John will recognize this as I, as I give it a little crank here. Oh, it's st- oh. still living. Still right. living on here. A little bit of Snake Island. A little bit of Snake Island in there. Allow me to let me set this to to loop. But uh loop? To loop it. I'm, I'm using I'm using the long version because I need to set it to Ooh. loop. There it is. There it is. Yes. There it is. Write and it with out. That extremely basic beat. Uh, we <laughs> want to thank our badass patrons and YouTube members uh, for supporting us. Uh, if you want to support everything Kyle and I make together, you can go to supportourbromance.com. That will take you directly to our Patreon where you'll get access to things like our members only Discord, as well as quite a bit of bonus content and Kyle take a deep breath because this week we are thanking our recent patrons starting with Razzlegad. Gabriel N. You didn't have to actually. Kyle, I thought you hated breathing in songs. It's only songs. I'm not singing right now. Actually, Fabio. (laughs) Fabio A. Thank you for withstanding Kyle's amateurish breathing. Ah, of course. Uh, Thomas B. I hope you enjoy all the car things I don't understand. (laughs) That sounds vengeful. (laughs) We gotta pull out. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Thomas. Barson, I hope you can stand Kyle's takes on music. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> Jeremy K, thank you for the support. Nick B, appreciate it. Andrew D, thank you so much. Cyber Snacks, you're making me hungry. L, one letter, one name. Thank you for the support. Best character in Death Note. Rino Suke, thank you for heading over to Patreon and hitting that button. It is my pleasure to read this name Oyster Philosophy. <laughs> My philosophy is I prefer muscles. And Vivi, thank you for the support. And of course, there's our legendary level backers, which we thank every week. So huge thanks to Sean B, Mike R, Doss, Sean with an E-A-B, and Cheesy Bob. We really appreciate the support, everyone. You can follow John Jagger on Twitter at... John underscore Jagger. I remembered it just in time. And definitely go watch Frog Wrestling, where you can see Kyle and I apparently tearing it up All right. over on John's Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash craftlessrogue. It's craft spelt like craft, less spelt like you don't have as many as you used to, and rogue spelt like not the makeup. And you guys are doing two cores this week? Yeah, we're going to be back tomorrow <laughs> doing it again. Uh, we recorded Monday and another core on Friday. We d- we were going to do it today, but uh, we decided we wanted to play Baldur's Gate. So ah. we're, we're going to play Baldur's Gate tonight, and then uh, we're going to talk about it on Friday. Good stuff. I'm on Twitter at Garrett Art. Kyle's at Kyle Ferguson, and we have a joint account at Garrett and Kyle, at least until the entire service burns to the ground. And we'll be live tonight on our YouTube stream, where we stream this show and all of our streams. 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Join us there for the final near raid in Final Fantasy 14. That's going to do it for this episode of the Grinding Gear Podcast. Until next time, GG. Take care.